worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to SaskAg Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to SaskAg Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan, wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. On today's show, the Saskatchewan government announced updates to the Canada-Saskatchewan feed program. Two updates, to be exact. I spoke with the head of the Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation on that. Elsewhere, a few cattle prices were reported in in the latest market update issued by Canfax. Very few cattle prices. The author of Bill C-234 pleaded with MPs in the House of Commons to pass the bill in its original form. And French farmers protesting government regulations and for better prices have much of Paris blocked. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Sask Ag today on 620 CKRM. After the break, we're going to hear the updates to the Canada Saskatchewan feed program. This is Sask Ag today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director Ryan Young. Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Farm Fresh Water. Fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. Livestock producers looking to get compensated for extraordinary costs related to feed and or transportation last year due to drought conditions have two extra weeks to apply to the Canada-Saskatchewan Feed Program. The provincial government announced this morning that the application deadline is now March 15th and 10 rural municipalities have been added to the coverage area. Those RMs are Sherwood, Bratz Lake, LaJord, Edenwald, Lumsden, South Capel, North Capel, Bain, Rostern and Britannia. President and CEO of the Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation, Jeff Morrow, the entity administering the program encourages producers who are outside the eligible area to apply anyway. Yeah, we have a, a dedicated uh, toll-free line for, for producers to call um, where we have a, a group of people that can help producers with any questions they may have on the program, help them through their application process. So, yeah, we have been uh, steady taking those calls for sure. Could you tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, which area or region of the province has seen the most applications or the most calls? I don't have that broke out by by region right now, Ryan. Like what I can share is that we have over a thousand applications so far into the program, but I don't have it broken down by by RM or by region. But the total to date has been over a thousand, um, and we know um, from talking to producers that some are, you know, assessing their full feed need, um, may still be, you know, buying more feed, so are waiting until they have a better picture of what that feed need is before they submit an application. Um, So we do expect that number of applications to increase 
uh, right up to that uh, newly extended deadline of, of March the 15th. Any sort of details relating to how many applications were specifically for beef cattle or bison or any other livestock? I don't have the specific breakdown, Ryan, but I, I do know that um, far and away, the, the majority of the applications to date have been for, for cattle. All right. And what's been kind of the feedback so far from producers that, that uh, have called? I think it's, you know, it's, uh, like I said, there are a number of producers that are still assessing that feed need, um, uh, determining whether they need to purchase more feed because this program does cover, you know, the extraordinary expenses related to feed and transportation uh, compared to a, a pre-drought year. So I think we're, you know, we're hearing from producers that they're still assessing that feed need. I think that's why it was important to just give a bit more time to fully understand that. Um, and we're working through uh, the application process and any questions that producers may have um, every day with them on, on the phones. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to add, sir? Maybe one last thing, Ryan, just um, for producers, we do have that dedicated toll-free line. Um, and just for that number, it's one 723 1211 And that's where our, our um, Canada Saskatchewan feed toll-free dedicated line. And there's also an email address, the producers can send inquiries to skfp at scic.ca. And I could imagine that there's an online option as well? Yes, absolutely. Um, that will be available um, at our website, scic.ca. That's President and CEO of the Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation, Jeff Morrow. Coming up on Sask Ag today is the cattle market update from Canfax. A few prices were reported as uh, the extreme cold that we had recently kind of put a damper on things, so not enough statistics, but there is some to go over. Keep it tuned here to 620 CKRM. We'll be back right after these messages. We're back with Sask Ag today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Welcome back to the program. Not a whole lot of information to chew on when it comes to the cattle market update issued by Canfax. Provincial cattle specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, Fonda Froat, says this year has gotten off to a slow start with only one heifer weight category in the province reported. That one category for Saskatchewan heifers was the five to six hundred pound heifers, and they averaged three thirty one forty two per hundred weight with a range of price between 317 to 349 per hundredweight. And this was an improvement of about $10 per hundredweight from when we had last reported pricing in December. There were 6,603 Saskatchewan feeder cattle marketed this week, or last week rather, up from 2,460 the week prior. However, that's down from the 13,109 head of cattle marketed at this time last year. Rhodes has the details on prices for Alberta feeder steers from Friday. Four to five hundred weight steers brought nineteen dollars per hundred weight above the prior week to average four fourteen twenty five per hundred weight, and the five to six hundred pound Alberta steers were the highest in thirteen weeks at three eighty six thirteen per hundred weight, which was up thirteen fifty six from the week before. Prices for Alberta D2 and D3 cows were down last week compared to the previous week reported. 
The price of D2 cows averaged 127.33 per hundredweight, while the price of D3 cows was 113.48 per hundredweight. These prices were down 334 and $1.90 per hundredweight, respectively, from the previous week. And similar to the feeder cattle sales, volumes were once again too low from Canfax to establish an Alberta fed steer price on the week ending January 26th, but the market tone was said to be steady to lower from the previous week, and the last Alberta fed steer price established for the year was on January 12th, and it was at 218.75 per hundredweight. Here is her take on the slow start to the year. Feeder markets have been overall strong to start the year, and the lightweight feeder cattle seem to be bringing the largest price increases compared to the prior week. The slow start, uh, due mostly to cold weather, was has brought good demand from buyers, and uh, lower prices on feed have also supported the market. Fonda Froats is the Provincial Cattle Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Up next on Sask Ag Today is Egg Review with Doug Faulkner. He'll be walking us through the latest egg headlines right after the break. You're tuned in to Sask Ag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Today's Ag Review with Doug Faulkner of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlemp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers and Migraine Exchange, ready to market your 2023 crop, head over to MigraineExchange.com and try their low-risk grain auctions. The Agriculture Carbon Alliance is hopeful that MPs will reject the Senate's amendments to a bill to create carbon price carve-outs for certain farm fuels. Bill C-234, which would amend the Greenhouse Gas Pollution Price Act, was once again the subject of debate as Parliament resumed yesterday. Conservative MP Ben Lobb tabled a motion to essentially reject the Senate's amendments to the bill. Late last year, the Senate voted to amend Bill C-234 to remove greenhouse and barn heating from the proposed exemptions and to reduce the bill's sunset clause to three years from eight. This left only the proposed exemption for fuels used to dry grain. If the motion passes, it's doubted the Senate would try to amend the bill again. Managed money fund traders only made small adjustments to their large net short position in canola futures during the weekend of January 23rd, according to the latest Commitments of Traders report from the United States Commodity Futures Trading Commission. As of January 23rd, the net managed money short position in canola futures came in at 131,354, which was down by about 1,500 from the previous week. Open interest in the canola market came in at 274,842 contracts, which was up by 11,500 on the week. At the Chicago Board of Trade, the net short position in soybeans grew to its largest level in nearly four years, increasing by about 17,600 contracts on the week at about 96,400 contracts. The Global Agricultural Information Network of the United States Department of Agriculture issued a series of reports during the weekend at Friday. Of those, some of them could have an effect on the North American markets. 
One of those reports pertained to Canada and its wheat production. Written by the USDA attaché in Ottawa, the report stated drought could be a major concern for 2024-25 across the prairies, citing low snowfall this winter and a lack of soil moisture following the 2023-24 harvest. The attaché added that grasshoppers are set to be an issue for Alberta and Saskatchewan this coming growing season. Meanwhile, the Ottawa desk pegged the 2023-24 Canadian wheat harvest at 31.95 million metric tons, down from 34.34 million the year before. Exports for this year were forecast at 23.30 million metric tons, short of the 25.6 million in 2022-23. France's farmers have placed much of Paris under siege as thousands of tractors and other pieces of equipment have blocked many major roadways outside the city outskirts. Eight main motorways are blocked, but 15,000 police officers and soldiers are keeping routes to the two main airports open, as well as the region's main fresh food market, which is the largest in Europe and supplies about 60% of Paris with fresh food. Farmers are protesting French regulations and bureaucracy, as well as demanding better prices for produce and the continuation of subsidies on agricultural diesel. It's believed the protests will continue until at least Thursday, when the European Union holds a summit in Brussels. This is reporter Pierre Benezet. This is a a Europe-wide movement that has really uh, taken quite a stride now. We've seen since 2019 protests in the Netherlands uh, where they were protesting against the plans of the uh, government to cut in half the number of uh, cars in the country. We've seen protests as of uh, the beginning of last year in Germany uh, because of cuts of uh, subsidies for the uh, agricultural diesel. With EU elections slated for June, there will be increased pressure on European politicians to at least consider some additional concessions for farmers. Ukraine has tightened rules related to certain food exports, imposing a six-month trading ban for any companies violating the regulations to ease tensions with bordering countries. The EU suspended import duties, quotas and trade defense measures for imports from Ukraine in June of 2022 to support its economy after Russia's invasion. However, cheap Ukrainian grain exports have sparked protests by governments, farmers and truckers in neighboring countries such as Poland and Hungary. To address the problem, Ukraine in October introduced a special export control mechanism to allow the government to better track shipments and punish offenders. The new rules came into effect on Friday. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falk. It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM Farm Precision Weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. I'm here with Phil Spivak from Precision Weather, and Phil, uh, yesterday the weather was really nice, and coming into work this morning it was also nice. Is that trend going to continue? 
That sums up the weather pretty well. Nice. Uh, we have temperatures uh, coming out of the morning already reaching where we were yesterday. So impressive warmth the next few days. Five or better right through Friday. Dry weather, too. It's going to be sunny each day. A little bit of a breeze picking up for the afternoon that will drop back off tonight through tomorrow. Very little wind at all tomorrow. Temperature, though, still well in positive territory and only dropping back a few degrees at night onto the negative side around minus four both tonight and tomorrow night. So seven this afternoon, five tomorrow, five Thursday. Thursday, though, a little more cloudiness mixing in late day, a little more breeze as well. We'll keep that mix of cloud and sun into Friday with a high of six. And then the weekend, still watching for a weather system to bring in some cloudiness, maybe a few flurries right on the border of flurries or sprinkles into Saturday night and Sunday. But temperatures still above freezing, three degrees on Saturday. Thank you very much, Phil. Normal highs for this time of year, minus 9. Normal lows, minus 21. The sun rose in Regina at 8.37 this morning, and the sun will set at 5.48 this afternoon. Taking a look around the province in Saskatoon and Mooseman, 5 degrees. Swift Current is at 10. Assiniboia, 12. Yorkton and Melville, 3. Weyburn, 6 degrees. And Estevan is at 4. The hot spot in the province is in Maple Creek once again at 18.2 degrees Celsius. Cold spot in Stony Rapids at minus 5.9. In Regina, mainly sunny. South wind at 11 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 76%. Temperature at 5 degrees or 41 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure at 101.3 and falling. Down the road in Moose Jaw, also mainly sunny. Southwest wind at 22 to 35 kilometers an hour. The temperature is up to 11. Again in Regina, mainly sunny, south wind at 11 kilometers an hour. The temperature is 5 degrees. Back in a moment. Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This portion of Sask Ag Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com The federal Tories may have a new problem to deal with in the House of Commons when it comes to pushing Bill C-234 ahead in its original form. The bill was punted from the Senate last month, with two amendments attached to it. One of them was to eliminate barn heating from the carbon tax exemption on propane and natural gas, the other was to reduce the sunset clause on the exemption for those two fuels from eight years to three when it comes to grain dryers. In the past, when this bill has been voted on in the House of Commons, all of the opposition parties have sided with the Tories. But support for the original bill from the bloc may be falling by the wayside. At least one MP for the bloc and the party's leader stated they would no longer side with the Tories on the bill and will instead side with the government. If that happens, the Liberals and the Bloc together would have enough votes to pass the amended bill into law. During discussion of the bill yesterday, Bloc MP Yves Perron said his party is well aware that some farmers will be disappointed if the Senate's amendments are adopted, but he also said we can take the grain-drying exemption now and prevent the bill from getting bogged down again. Adding, do we want to send the bill to the Senate and keep bickering over it, or are we willing to grasp the tangible gains within our reach? Prior to his comments yesterday, the author of the bill, Tory MP Ben Lobb, made this appeal to the House. Let's not delay this longer than it's already been delayed. It's already two years old, okay? 
we can have some debate. We can hear what the other parties are thinking, if they've changed their minds, if they like it better, what have you. Because in the last two years, a lot has changed in the economy. Think about interest rates. Think about inflation. Think about these things that are impacting farmers everywhere they go. So what I would ask, specifically the Liberal Party, allow some of their members to have a say, but let's be reasonable. Let's not kick this down too far the road. Let's be reasonable. Let's have good discussion, good debate, exchange of information, and have a timely vote on this to send it back to the Senate and let the senators deal with it again. I think that is the reasonable and logical way to do it because at the end of the day, you're not helping me. You're not helping me. Who are you helping? You're helping the farmer at home. You're helping your farmer at home. And when we can help farmers directly and indirectly help consumers, that's great. That's the author of Bill C-234, Tory MP, Ben Lobb. You're listening to Sask Ag today on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. After the break, we'll hear the latest on French farmers and their protesting over government regulations, among other things, as well as a whole lot more coming up on the show. Keep it tuned here to CKRM. We'll be back right after this. You're tuned in to Saskag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This segment of Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com France's farmers have placed much of Paris under siege as thousands of tractors and other pieces of equipment have blocked many ra- major roadways outside the city outskirts. Eight main motorways are blocked, but 15,000 police officers and soldiers are keeping routes to the two main airports open, as well as the region's main fresh food market, which is the largest in Europe and supplies about 60% of Paris's fresh food. Farmers are protesting French regulations and bureaucracy, as well as demanding better prices for produce and the continuation of subsidies on agricultural diesel. It's believed the protests will continue until at least Thursday when the European Union holds a summit in Brussels. This is reporter Pierre Benazet. This is a a Europe-wide movement that has really uh, taken quite a stride now. We've seen since 2019 protests in the Netherlands uh, where they were protesting against the plans of the uh, government to cut in half the number of uh, cars in the country. We've seen protests as of uh, the beginning of last year in Germany uh, because of cuts of uh, subsidies for the uh, agricultural diesel. With EU elections slated for June, There will be increased pressure on European politicians to at least consider some additional concessions for farmers. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. Coming up next is the market update. We'll see how grain prices at Viterra are doing in early trading, as well as the latest livestock report and the resource report. Keep it tuned here. We'll be back right after this. Here's the market update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Nelson GM and Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years.
Grain prices at Viterra were down in early trading today. Durham is down $4.41 to $4.37.68. Canola is down $6.50 at $5.66.72. Number one red spring wheat is down $1.04 at $3.16.49. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley two forty two fifty eight. Chickpeas eleven sixty eight forty four, flax five ninety one oh four, lentils seven seventy seven fifty, oats two ninety thirty two, yellow peas four thirty eight eighty two, and feed wheat two thirty eight forty six. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for March is up a half cent at six dollars and ninety three and three quarter cents a bushel. Coming up is the livestock report. The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now here are the latest Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 30th. Our last regular sale was on January 17th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.30 to $1.40. D3 cows sold from $1.10 to $1.25. Counter cows sold from $0.95 cents to $1.05. Hefferettes sold from $1.85 to $2.10. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.55 to $1.65. We had a pre-sorted calf sale here on Monday. It was a barn burner. Good thing our barn is still here. 300 400 pound steers averaged four dollars and sold up to four dollars and 44 cents 400 to 450 pound steers averaged four dollars and 17 cents and sold up to four dollars and 44 cents 450 to 500 pound steers averaged four dollars and 19 cents and sold up to four dollars and 44 cents 500 to 550 pound steers averaged four dollars and four cents and sold up to four dollars and 33 cents 550 to 600 pound steers averaged three dollars and 89 cents and sold up to four dollars and eight cents 600 to six 50-pound steers averaged $3.65 and sold up to $3.98. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $3.50 and sold up to $3.67. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $3.28 and sold up to $3.47. 800 to 900-pound steers averaged $3.11 and sold up to $3.23. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $2.66 and sold up to $3.00. And two cents. Heifers were 40 to 50 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a load of 500 pound grassers steers at $4.33 a pound, a load of 550 pound black steers at $4.08 a pound, a load of 600 pound black steers at $3.90 a pound, a load of 650 pound black steers at $3.64 a pound, a load of 700 pound black steers at $3.47 a pound, a load of 800 pound exotic steers at three dollars and twenty three cents a pound and a load of nine hundred pound exotic steers at three dollars and two cents a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. The latest pork prices are at one hundred seventy six dollars and one cent per CKG. Coming up, the resource report. It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. 
European Union nations have decided to approve an outline deal that would keep in reserve the profits from hundreds of billions of dollars in Russian central bank assets that have been frozen in retaliation for Moscow's war in Ukraine. The tentative agreement still needs formal approval, but it is seen as a first step toward using some of the $216 billion in Russian central bank assets in the EU that now go untapped. They want to make sure that some of it is funneled to help Ukraine rebuild from two years of fighting against Russia. Industry Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne is once again insisting that he is reaching out to international grocers in the hopes they will open up shop in Canada. The minister says he spoke with one foreign grocer just this morning as part of his efforts to court new players to join the Canadian grocery sector, but he's not naming any names. Champagne met with Canadian grocers in the fall about food inflation and demanded they create plans to stabilize grocery prices or face consequences including potential tax measures. He recently expressed disappointment that the grocers have not been more transparent about their plans, but has stayed mum on whether the federal government plans to punish them for it. The minister sent a letter to the commissioner of the Competition Bureau yesterday asking to discuss a follow-up study on the grocery sector now that the Bureau has new powers to subpoena companies for information. The Competition Bureau published the findings of its previous study in June, saying that the grocers' cooperation varied and was not fulsome. Turning over to the markets now, the TSX is up 41 points at 21,241. The Dow is up 57 points to 38,390. Oil is up $1.31 at $78.09 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is trading at 74.60 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand Sask Ag Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And just a reminder, you can also check out the latest ag news on SaskAgToday.com. You can also see the latest grain prices, opinions from Chief Agricultural Editor of SaskAgToday.com, Kevin Hirsch, unfiltered interviews, so you hear what we hear when we interview the who's who in the ag industry, and the SaskAgToday.com roundtable, which you can also find on the 620 CKRM YouTube page. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to that YouTube channel. And that's going to do it for Tuesday's edition of Sask Ag Today. Beautiful day out there. I'm Ryan Young. Have yourself a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.